Hello and good evening. We wanted our music to be more extreme and aggressive, but more importantly, we also wanted to add more depth to it. We didn't want the music to be aggressive just for the sake of it. It needed to tell stories in which the listener would be carried from start to finish. Those would be stories of insane minds. And welcome everybody to Thunderdome Metal Reviews. My name is Gabe Cooper. I'm here with my comrades, David, Ben, and Tracy. How are y'all doing tonight? Doing good. I am trying to figure out if that is Pazuzu on the album cover or not. So I am also doing well. Yeah, there is. there are things happening on this album cover. That's what I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. so the album that cover that we're looking at is Recollections of the Insane by the band Schizophrenia. Yes. Schizophrenia. Recollections of the Insane released on February 15th, 2022. Gabe's pick for an album released in the month of February. It is their debut studio album on Redefining Darkness Records. The producer was Francisco Paoli. Runtime is 43 minutes and 15 seconds. The band is Romeo Promas Promopulus on guitars, Ricky Mendozzi on vocals and bass, Lorenzo Bissol on drums, and Marty Van Kirkhoven on guitars. And Gabe, what brought this band into your, your death metal eyes, sir? So um, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but this was not my original pick for the month of February. I had something else in this slot, which was uh, Blood Incantation's new record, which, uh, spoiler alert, not a death metal record. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's an ambient record. And I wasn't sure that I wanted to inflict that upon you. So I just went for something else. Uh, it turned out that there was a death metal record of some kind being put out in February. And I listened to this one and I, I enjoyed it. Uh, and I thought, why not? Well, I am glad that you did. Um, this is on the blackened death side. So um, whatever the fuck that means. But I, I found this to be really, really enjoyable. So I, I, I might have enjoyed the ambient thing too. But um, this is balls to the wall, speed all the way through. And I appreciate that. Yeah, this thrash death shit, tight. Yeah. It reminds me of the genre's origins, right? Mm -hmm. In some ways, it's got a callback to how it all began. And it's, you know, clearly in part an homage to both Sepultura and to Morbid Angel. You know, it does as much as one can being uh, a bunch of motherfuckers living in Belgium. Uh, they've captured Florida's essence, right? It sounds nailed, nailed very it. much like an early 90s album. 100%, like malevolent, yeah. malevolent creation yeah <laughs> right like but it's for a day semi-debut i mean there's like an ep and a single before this and mm -hmm. i don't know what else they put out on their own that didn't make them streaming services in belgium but it's uh for uh essentially first album oh, this is massive to me i'm kind of i was sort of stunned i assume this was an outfit that because gabe tends to find outfits that i've like either heard of or maybe barely heard of that like oh they have eight albums i'm like wait what you know 12 yeah. <laughs> gabe so was on that band camp trip that's for sure. Um, and I appreciate that. But yeah, no, this, the, even the production quality, uh, 
for a debut album, and especially in this style, where we know that sometimes they will go with retrograde production on purpose. I didn't find any of those issues on this. I thought this was pretty damn well produced. Yeah, it sounded really nice for, for a death metal record, for sure. Well, I always want to say in the production values, I think they targeted like good production values from the 90s of like domination covenant quality, not eating back the live quality production values. I think it might have been, I think it was like, Curse for how they chose the sound. Wes, you know what I'm saying? What's interesting to me is I think that it um, it has a different sound. Like the first part of the record has a different kind of sound than the last part of the record does. I don't know if anybody else felt like that, but um, like the sort of beginning of the record has this very immolation type feel to it, um, where it's very overwhelming and very noisy and busy. Um, the latter part of the record, I think uh, it's a little bit more nuanced and you can hear more of what's going on. Uh, so that's, I mean, for me, it's kind of like different flavors, right? Of production, even in the same record. I didn't really notice that, but I'm going to listen to it again to see if I can, because that would be very interesting. I did gravitate more to the first half of this album than I did the second half when I listened to it. So that's probably where I was picking up. Maybe not quite as picking up the nuance as much as you were, but I was, for me, I was picking up, a, I guess, a gravitas favoritism towards one particular, like if you were listening to a record, one side of it. My reaction was more primeval and way less thoughtful because every track that came on, I would say, fuck yes, each time until they outmended. So I don't know. Again, like I said with uh, Corpse Grinder, if you like one of these songs, you're going to probably like the rest of these songs. If you don't like these songs, you're not going to like these songs. This, I, yeah, this is one of the things along with Course Grinder. If that it came on, it was immediately vetoed. Like, no, it's too powerful. But this is a much more riff driven album than that Course Grinder. Oh my God, yes. No, the playing on this yeah, for annihilates sure. that. No, I agree. You're going to see, I am going to grade it more highly than that. Yeah, and the vocals are nowhere near as upfront in the mix. <laughs> no, he's, no. They're different also. Well, but. I mean, yeah, they're, they're different. They're fine. I mean, I don't... Totally they, fine. They didn't stick out to me one way or the other, so they are exactly. kind of in the perfect spot that they need to be. Certified <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, but it's not a toilet or a cookie monster. Ben and right, I are right. on the same team on that. Like, you cannot just be in a toilet. I mean, I guess you can, but... Or a yeah. swimming pool, Ben. Or a swimming pool. That was for drums, and I don't mind that. I know. I was just thinking of <laughs> Red Fag. Yes. Still. To this day, I still think about Red Fang and their fucking. <laughs> um, That's going to be on David's tombstone. <laughs> fucking swimming pool. Yeah, yeah they, yes, they ruined it. Every, is. Red Fang ruined everything. You know how I feel about Code Orange, and they need to just give out breakdowns willy-nilly, and you know how I feel about Red Fang recording stupidly bad on purpose, but they're not black metal. Black metal, I forget, because they're insane. They burn churches. Like, if they want to sound bad on purpose, I can't stop them. They'll probably because they'll murder me, but, you know. Well, this but, was a, a definitely certified no-breakdowns album. They were, no, not one. I applaud. <laughs> no I, breaks, period. I want to slow, I want to no slow, slow clap for them. Like, <laughs> I'd stand up and just do this. So what you're saying is you need more breakdowns, David. 
no, I need this album to be played in all public places, elevators, schools, churches. Until your wife says no. Yeah, no, until she's like, absolutely That, that not. might cause a couple of breakdowns. I don't know. <laughs> could, yeah, yeah. No, it might. It might. It might come full circle. I might create what I despise, right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's the dialogue. That's also joke. true. I, going back to the album, I want to give these guys a shout out too in the songwriting and that you can, this is not a concept album. It is a thematically coherent album though in like the voices of the insane or whatever, but they're, they all touch on that, but they're not all the same take for however many different tracks there were. Um, so, uh, you know, it wasn't like, let's just write about Cthulhu for the entire album or anything. They might have done that on a song or two, but you know, it was varied in their approach to insanity. Yeah, I appreciated that variation within a very narrow band. But again, you know, you either like it or you don't, right? Like, don't get on this ride if you don't want this. Yeah, that's that's worth that's definitely something worth saying for people who are not sure if this is going to be for them. Um, and I think it's one of the critiques that I would have, and it's not only personal to me, but I think it would be. For other folks as well like because this is um pretty firmly in the death thrash direction um it runs the risk of becoming sort of a one note one trick pony and i think that's really one of the only drawbacks for me is that um that's not my favorite you know kind of style of death metal but that said there's a lot of hooks so if you do like you know riff driven if you do like kind of hook driven songs you're gonna find something to like, and not a lot of uh, songs are not written like that. <laughs> so, um. so, as the resident non-pilgrimage making to Tampa person in this podcast, I have to agree with what Gabe said. Like, if you're not a person that's planning to or has made it the pilgrimage to Morristown Studio, this album may be. A little more death metal than you're up for. Like, this is a very much died in the wool death metal, yes or no. Like, if you, if you can't handle Tampa slash Brussels, like, you need to step off. Um, and and it, it does kind of start to run from start to finish, kind of run into the, the sameness that you do get from just pure death metal. I uh, can go ahead, please. Ben. No, please go ahead, Dave. I was simply going to say I can see it's one note, but that one note is awesome. Like that's my counter argument. Which is why I'm saying if you're not making that <laughs> pilgrimage to your mecca, then I am that pilgrimage, <laughs> sir. I know. <laughs> so this is perfect for you. This album, I enjoyed this album a lot. This is a hotel you're definitely fine stopping at on the trip. Oh my there. god, yes! I was on. I I understand it from birth to deployment. Why this exists, and I need it. Yeah, I would definitely uh, stay at this hotel. Um, but I will say when we get to grades that uh, the, the fact that it is kind of one note and one, as uh, Gabe's very succinctly put, no breaks all the way through, um, you know, despite what, for instance, they do manage to in insert in there in the songwriting, which I did appreciate, uh, it will get a little dinged for that. Um, but this is also a gear that I wish more thrash doom bands would reach, like when I way back when we reviewed that chemist album, Tracy, that first chemist album that we did, this was like what I wanted them to pull out on a couple of their tracks. It's this sound. But then, see, you're saying you want more thrash doom bands to hit this, but I feel like thrash doom in this are like 
chemists as close as you're going to get while remaining the Doom element. Like, I feel like this and Doom are like diametrically opposed opposites. Like, you can't. Are you I, I saying think... it's. Sorry, go ahead. No, no you I, go ahead. I think that you they wouldn't. I wouldn't want them to release an album of this because then you would lose that Doom elements. But I think you can reach this in on certain places. Like, I mean, Paradise Lost is stuff that are similar to this at times. If you and you're not going to get Doomier like than them. A little bit of a solo here, a little bit of bass here. I could see that, but if you're like, we're going to do three tracks on a five-track album. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I said I wanted them to get there on some songs, not like a Florida album. I think Bashaga proves anything is possible. In terms of tempo, if not the nature of the gear shifting, it's you can do whatever you if you will it. It is no dream, Tracy. I do understand that doom and thrash is like taking a stimulant and a barbiturate, but I guess that's what alcohol is, isn't it? Right? Like it's both those things. So, so uh, yeah. But can uh, you really hear all those time signatures if you're going super slow? Like I just I don't know if you can hear them. Um, you don't, you don't anyway, have that problem with this album. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that aside. Because <laughs> it, I mean, it's about a hypothetical Meshuggah slow. album that does not exist. That we haven't written yet. Slow. You yeah. only need one yeah. time your signature. <laughs> oh, you, you can go slow and change time to signatures. It's just uh, type of negative to that quite a lot. Um, anyway, let's get talk about tracks. All. Just all. Just all, y'all. I mean, some are a little weaker, but I don't even care. All. So. I'm going to say I think I enjoyed side A more than side B. From I think it starts good with Divine Evolution through Monolith, and I think it kind of starts to fall off after that. I think Zero Star was a fantastic song. Uh, uh, I kind of agree with David. I will say that this album started to run a bit long. So uh, it could, they could have lost a track, pick one, and I, it would have tightened it up a little bit, in my opinion. Still under 45 minutes. Just putting that sure. out there. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like 45 minutes of like speed is a long time to listen to speed. Yeah, I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> that's fair. That's, that's a forearm falling off after 46 minutes. I just felt like after listening to stuff that's an hour that shouldn't exist, as you put it, Ben, this was this was not that. I was very happy to go into this album, David, after listening uh, to me the last too. one. But <laughs> this and Corpse Grinder got the job done, whatever that job was. I don't know. Murder, acid vatting, but cranial disintegration. These names are exactly what names should be of all songs forever. Dude, cranial disintegration is so evocative of Carcass. I loved that track. Me, me too. Sounds awesome. So it's interesting that um they split up the sides the way that they did because the way that i listen to the record does not reflect that in in, a, in an interesting way i mean like for me i think that side b starts with onwards to fire <laughs> instead of ending side a i know it's not a huge difference but it kind of makes a difference in my mind just because i think the second half of the record just sounds different both in terms of production and maybe also and i'm not sure but maybe also in terms of composition um but anyway, I kind of like them all. Uh, but my favorite runs were uh, one to three, and on side A, and the, which is uh, divine Evolution, cranial disintegration, and sea of sorrow, and then um, onwards to fire, souls of Retrib retribution, and inside the walls of madness. I think that's a fantastic run. 
I pulled the track listing off Encyclopedia Metallum, so it might not be exactly right of where it splits, but um, it was only released on vinyl and digitally, so yeah, there is a definite side A and B. I feel like that's a right Twix, left Twix thing, but I understand. Yeah. Gabe just goes to war with a record company for making this choice. Why, yeah, Yoda? Well, I mean, and the reason that I point that out is some of the the songs were misspelled. And so it's entirely possible that whoever inputted it might have like fucked up where the break actually is. So, <laughs> and Vince, yeah, like, crowdsourcing onwards yeah. to fire, just have an even split 50 50. Ben, yeah. can you back up to the name of the record label again? Um, yeah, just, I can. just reverse it. It is, I can try. Oh, you can't go backwards, it only goes forwards. Uh, I'm sure how Thunderdome is that's, not even yeah. with the left arrow yeah. key. No. no more reverse now. See, it goes nope. reverse is done. There we go. Redefining darkness. Records. I wanted to say something about that when you meant holy shit for a label, and this yeah, may be the cool. only album they put out. But goddamn. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to give a shout out to that. Dave is about to become an investor in the redefining darkness. Uh, about to question <laughs> already already bought it. It's done with payroll. He's on the payroll. I'm he's on the payroll. He, he's not on the payroll. David is the payroll. I'm he's not just a consumer. David, the payroll pizza. <laughs> I'm not just a consumer. I bought the company. <laughs> David's, that is... That's David's own personal label. That's what it is. That is my new label. So, Tracy, we need to It would sign bands like this if he had a personal label. That's for sure. This band is the band you need in your life. <laughs> yeah. Has Belgium ever been wrong? Don't answer that. A few times. Do, do not answer that. But this metal is awesome. Yes. Uh, I think it's time to grade this thing. I think so too. All right. I admit it's not like. Well, know, let's, 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 let's play game. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to fight about it, but I can go first. Um, I I think this is a quite good for a debut album. And I kind of be interested to see where they go after this, considering that. Um, you know, as, as we mentioned before, a few of us mentioned before, it's a little bit on the samey side, even if the songs are all played very well in that style. I'd like to see them do a little bit more experimenting. So this is, for me, it's sort of sitting on like A minus A. Like it's pretty pretty close today, but not quite there. Oh, and I wanted to say that the thing that I said at the, the intro was a quote from the drummer about the record. David? I'm in basically the same spot. I mean, it's not the most innovative shit ever. I forgot I didn't pick it. I'm like, I like this album so much. I'm like, nope, can't pick this album, <laughs> which tells you how much I liked it. Anyway, it was my favorite. No, I literally forgot. I'm like, oh shit, this was Gabe's pick. Gabe, you did great. A minus. You know, it's not legendary, but it's definitely an A minus record. I, this is my favorite, even more than the one I picked. So, what are you going to do? Sorry, y'all. So I'm going to give this a low B. Again, this is for the people who are willing to make the death metal, death metal pilgrimage. Uh, if you're not, then this is not an album for you. So I'm going to give it right there at 80. Well, I'm going to swing the pendulum back a little bit. I don't think that this is an A-, minus, but I think it's a B plus. I think this is an excellent album. It's just a hair too long and a hair too one note, but it's, you know fucking great so or excellent i guess i should say but 
Yeah, I really I was enjoyed say, it. According to the rubric, Ben, <laughs> yes. you just said a minus, right? For <laughs> hardcore fans only. Only, yes. That gives okay. us an average of 88. I'll take that. We had a pretty right. narrow band tonight. Oh, what? Yeah. What's happening to us next, Tracy? Well, would you buy this album? Yes. Oh, yeah, twice. And yeah, give yep. one to you because you wouldn't. <laughs> I buy nice. four and give them to you all for Christmas. I don't know. I don't, however, it's my record label, Tracy. Of course, I'm going to have yes, extra copies to give to my friends. Extra yes. copies, family copies. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> so it's Christmas five years from now. This album again, Dad? Really? <laughs> Sorry, kid. It's what I got. It's back catalog. Besides, your brother oh. broke broke the other one. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that happening. Oops, smash. <laughs> Into the acid bat or this, either album. I was like, whoops, time to move on. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, next time here on Thunderdome Metal Reviews, we're looking at Nevermore's album, Dreaming Neon Black. Yeah, I forgot to put down the image file for that. So you don't get to look at it. You're just going to have to tune in next time. Yeah. Just imagine that. Listen to some Aurora Dane album. That's the first one we've done of him. It is. That is a, a classic of the genre. So I'm going in the way, way back. It's going to be a fun one. I don't, I've heard of Bitter Nevermore. I don't think I've ever heard that album, though, but I've heard a couple of their other ones. I would be surprised if you'd heard that one. Uh, I could see. I have no idea what, what I'm getting into, so I'm, I'm excited. You're in for a treat. I've, so I've done. Dead Heart and a Dead World and This God was Never. I haven't done Dreaming Beyond Black. Tracy's like, I've only done 18 of their albums. I don't know. Yeah, but not this one. I have no not, I've not done this one, so I don't know, guys. Well, I know what to expect going into this. You guys uh, are wrote down what, what day he, he uh, listened to it and what, what he consumed that day. That was that yeah. was last year. That was yeah, last year. What, what, what the weather was like, exactly. <laughs> He's got it all in the spreadsheet. It was sunny, 62 degrees. I listened to their album. Yeah, I have no clue what this is. We're going to find out on Thunderdome Metal Reviews. I'm on Robert Thunderdome Kennedy. Metal Reviews. Yep. On Thunderdome Metal Reviews. Say it to your game. Yeah, everyone yeah. say it. <laughs> Thunderdome Metal <laughs> Reviews. There we go. Oh, wow. Awesome. All right.